Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Getting to Know You. As always, I'm your host, Jen Dawson, and joining me today is Dr. Jenna Stryker. Dr. Stryker is a pediatric dermatologist at Riley Children's Hospital in Indiana, and she's an assistant clinical professor at Indiana University School of Medicine. She is heavily involved with PEDRA and recently began co-chairing PEDRA's Birthmarks Focused Study Group. Thank you so much for being with me today, Dr. Stryker. Thank you, Jen. I really appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. So let's get started by giving us a little bit of your background and how you came to pediatric dermatology. So I started, I was in medical school here in Indiana, in Indianapolis, and was really interested in going into a field in pediatrics. And I was lucky enough to actually have a short rotation with Dr. Anita Hagstrom. And I remember going into the room with her and her coming out and she was like so enthusiastic and saying like that she had the best job there was. Mm-hmm. And I remember just chatting up the moms and holding the babies. And I was like, wow, this is like such an incredible um, field. And it got me really excited. And she's just a wonderful mentor. So I actually was one of the um, few, I think that right in med school was really interested in pedsterm and kind of kept that path straight through during residency and into fellowship. And then I um, went down to Atlanta to Emory and did my dermatology residency there and had mm-hmm. wonderful mentors there. So Dr. Mary Spraker and Dr. Leslie Lawley, who kept my enthusiasm for pediatric dermatology going um, throughout residency. And I'm so grateful to them as well. And then matched into fellowship in Philadelphia at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and spent a year in fellowship there. Again, just had such amazing mentors and worked with so many, um, you know, different pediatric dermatologists, which was great, and then stayed on faculty there for three years, and then recently moved back to Indiana and getting to join, I joined Anita Hagstrom, um, so kind of made a big circle back, um, and it's wonderful getting to work with her here. How exciting that you were able to come full circle and rejoin Dr. Hagstrom at Indiana. That must have been pretty exciting for you. Yeah, yeah, it's great. You know, it's, um, she's just such an amazing colleague and has been so supportive throughout. Um, But it's nice. um, It's so nice to have someone that's been out so long too, when you're junior faculty, and you just can't underestimate having someone who's, you know, seen most things and um, at least someone to talk with about things. And so I'm really lucky to have her. Yeah, she's a wealth of information. And she's really been a fixture in PDRA for a long time. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about your work in birthmarks and your specific research areas? Yeah, so I, I think probably stemming from my work with Anita early on in med school, grew interested in like vascular anomalies and mm-hmm. vascular birthmarks. That's kind of been my, um, you know, everyone has a different thing that kind of sparks them when they go into a room and you see that or something, you're a little bit more excited when you look at your clinic list of patients, what are you going to see that day? And I found early on, even in residency that, I was most um, excited to go in and see those patients um, just because sometimes there are clinical dilemmas or um, really interesting and starting in residency was kind of still propranolol is really new. And so we getting to kind of watch that evolve over time has been really fascinating. Um, there's still like, we were learning so much, but still so much to know um, and to gather. And so I think that became my area in fellowship. Um, and then when I stayed on at Chopitz faculty kind of continued to do research there. And then within PEDRA, was so fortunate to get a um, work with Dr. Drolet and looking at the overgrowth syndromes and mm-hmm. kind of studying the genetics behind that. And she was a wonderful mentor. Is one of those opportunities that, 
you know, for all med students out there or residents, if there's someone at your institution that maybe you're, there isn't someone that's doing something you're interested in, Pedsterm is just a wonderful resource. Everyone's so nice and welcoming. And I actually went up to Dr. Drolet, despite being super nervous um, when I was um, just still a fellow and said, hey, I'm interested in overgrowth. I'm seeing them in clinic. Mm -hmm. I'd be really interested in working with you and learning from you. And I think, you know, she, of course, was so enthusiastic. And um, so it was kind of my first time kind of going out there and um, with someone that wasn't at my current institute mm -hmm. institution. And um and worked with her. So that was kind of one of my big projects within the birthmarks group. And then I worked on some small, we just finished up the ulcerative angioma project that Dr. Um, Fernandez um, was yeah. working with, which is exciting and just got published. So um, lots of really interesting projects going on. Oh, there's so much I want to talk about with just that answer. <laughs> um, you know, Dr. Stryker, I think your story about going up to Dr. Drolet and, and sort of being nervous, but having no really introduction and not having been a part of our institution, like really highlights what PEDRA is all about. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I see it happening and I know you have too at the PEDRA meetings where yeah. people just, no matter what stage of career, no matter what kind of projects people have worked on, everybody's mingling and working and talking together. And there seems to be true inspiration mm -hmm. that some of those senior faculty members are taking from our young members and just as much as our young members are taking from our senior faculty, which is just so exciting to sit back and watch. Yes, it is. Especially with such a small field, it's really important. I mean, the senior faculty can't do it all and we have to kind of pass, you know, um, and I think the junior faculty are really um, engaged. And mm. I think this is the time where, um, you know, it's nice to be able to have them as your resource to kind of help guide you at the beginning. There's so much to learn, even just grant writing. I mean, I think with Dr. Drilley and Dr. Siegel, like working with them, just even if things aren't successful, just going through the process um, mm -hmm. is really important. And I think just highlights too, that even if you don't have it at your own institution, everyone is so willing to step up and help you. We need more pediatric dermatologists. We need more people doing research. And so mm -hmm. everyone's really happy um, to, you know, to help you along the way. I love what you just said there about even if the project isn't successful, it's still really valuable. And I think that's so true. And I think that it's so intimidating to think that you're going to be launching a project that could potentially fail. <laughs> yeah. And that's the last thing anybody wants to do. But yeah. there's so many positives that our group in particular seems to really take away from those types of projects that just really like fuel the success of future projects. Yeah, and I think you're not like thinking outside the box and doing enough research if you haven't had failures. I mean, I think we all, totally. you know, come up with ideas and then try and sometimes things fail. And I think, you know, from early on, uh, learning that and learning that there is positives that come from those experiences, they build up and then you try not to make the same mistake the next time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Something we all strive for. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So can you go back a little bit and talk a little bit more about the project that you worked on with Dr. Um, Fernandez Faith? Yeah, yeah. So um, it was another, it was a multi-institutional study and looking at ulcerated hemangiomas, which is um, something we all see in pediatric dermatology. We see it every day, all the time in our patients. And then just kind of getting to understand 
why this is happening. What are people doing to treat it? Mm. Something that's very common in our field, just because of, you know, small numbers and um, everybody training in different places. We all tend to have different ways of doing things, especially when we don't have evidence to back mm -hmm. up what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I think is so important about PEDRA is actually gathering true evidence and true mm -hmm. data to help guide us. Mm -hmm. It is really hard when you're speaking with parents um, and they ask you a question and you're like, well, we're doing this because we just are doing this. This is what right. we've done. It is so nice to be able to say, actually, we just did a paper on this and we just did a project on this and we found, you know, a, you know, A, B or C and I think that that's what these projects are all about. And the ulcerative mangioma study is just a great one to back that up. It helped provide kind of evidence or some of the things we're doing, but also some things that maybe we need to change or adjust um, and, and build up more questions and more research ideas to go forward. I love that the research just builds and builds and builds. I was just mm -hmm. talking to Dr. Layler about this very same thing and about how one study that she finished or is in the process of finishing and has been greatly successful is totally informing the next research project that her and her team want to get started on. And, and I think that's really the beauty of the research that's going on in PEDRA is like you said, it's, it's really about being able to answer those questions that those parents are feel fearful of. Mm -hmm. And then even for you as an investigator just continues to build Yes. There are even more questions. I mean, yeah, that's exactly. I think sometimes it leads to more questions than maybe you even had at the beginning because sometimes you get information back that's surprising to you. Mm -hmm. um, and more times than not, that can happen. And then that leads you to kind of think, how can I study that? So it's a great, that's what, you know, research, the fun part of research is. Yeah, that's awesome. What do you find um, to be like the most inspiring or rewarding part of your career? You know, I think it's getting to really see the end result when you're taking care of patients. So, you know, falling, seeing a really, you know, young baby, something very scary. As a mom myself, I put myself there repetitively of, you know, those first several months when just everything seems sometimes overwhelming. And, you know, going from that stage with a parent that's concerned about something on their baby or concerned about a disease that they have. And then, getting the opportunity to have continuity and follow them. Mm. And then, you know, a year and a half later, you're laughing in clinic together, things, you know, little ones running around and you're like coming back, you know, they don't really have any questions. You've been seeing them and mm. you're getting to a point where um, kind of the social visits that you get an opportunity um, and you think back where we were, you know, we take photos in oh, clinics yeah. so often and getting to like the opportunity with them to look where we've come. Mm. Um, I think those are just, it's wonderful to have families just feel so reassured the weight's been taken off of them. You, you can mm. tell when that happens in the, mm -hmm. in the room, when you can relieve a family and you know how much stress something's been leading to. And then mm. seeing that like sigh of relief when mm -hmm. um, they feel like they've made it. I think a lot of times patients, um, especially here in Indiana with limited, a big state and limited amount of pediatric dermatologists, we have people that have seen lots of other physicians before they come to us, they drive a long distance mm. and but always so you know, thankful by the end of being like, okay, now we're, we're where we need to be and we have something taken care of. And I think those opportunities and those experiences are, you know, definitely rewarding. 
Yeah, I can imagine. It's it's such a long road for some patients, like you said, having seen multiple doctors before they even get to you and then having to travel long distances. It's got to, there's a lot of time for stress and worry to build up for those parents. Exactly. They come to you and you talk about that continuity of care and being able to get to a point where they're like, we've yes. got this under control. We know what this is. We have a plan. As a parent, like that's just, that's like the only thing that matters, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Um, another question for you, what, like, where do you see your research in the next five years? Yeah. So, you know, I, it's, um, I have young ones at home. So I've been in this like new balance of figuring out, um, how to, and then moving to a new institution, but I'm starting to feel like, um, and then pandemic and everything, you know, there's been a lot in the last, but I feel like my feet are starting to get under me a little bit more and starting, um, sleep a little bit more at night and, (laughs) um, everything. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, I think, um, continuing, to work within the birthmarks group. Um, mm-hmm. We're having, you know, these quarterly meetings and starting to get in some new projects going and starting to get more involved with those and hopefully getting some new things um, to kind of work towards through the next. But continuing my interest in vascular anomalies and vascular birthmarks is kind of where my plan is going forward. Um, and I'm so lucky to have um, Dr. Hackstrom as a great resource with that here and continuing those kind of research studies, I think, every day in clinic, you know, I'm starting to see those questions and starting to jot those things down and thinking about some new projects that we can go with um, kind of long-term, short-term and long-term over the next few years. I love that. That sounds like it really just fits beautifully with the the vision and the mission of the birthmarks group and, and where you'll all be heading and bringing in those new ideas. I love that you're jotting your questions down and and thinking it through before you can even get to the group time with the, with the yeah. PJ network. Yeah, I mean, I think parents are like the inspiration for a lot of things, right? They say mm-hmm. things sometimes and you're like, wait a minute, like that's, you know, or you see something and you they mention something and you start thinking like, wow, I've seen this over and over, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not sure what this is or why mm-hmm. this is happening. And I think that's mm-hmm. kind of the inspiration for research. Oh, totally. So we're coming to um, the end of the interview. And I wondered if there's any sort of um, hidden talent or <laughs> something about yourself that you may want to share with the network. I am like a super bookworm. Um, I don't know if this one's been, but I um, I worked as a librarian when I was like 13. Oh um, you know, that was my like, um, but it, ever since then, I'm like grew this like passion for children's books, like picture books. Um, oh, cool. And now having my own like little girls, we are um, super into like reading, finding them all. I, um, it's what I spend a lot of time in my, she like wants a certain book. She finds a book on the back. We find more of those. And so oh. it's been um, kind of our thing, especially through pandemic, we can't travel. And I think we're using yeah. books to travel yeah. to all different yeah. places um, together through the books. And so that's kind of, but I also am like constantly reading books of my own too. Um, and so more children's books during this phase of my life. But, um. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you have a favorite children's book at this point in time? Like what's the favorite right now? Oh yeah, that's great. So we are like everything Julia Donaldson books. I don't know if you've uh, yes. hers. Yes. So like her famous one's kind of the Gruffalo, but oh, yes. um, we've been like much into every realm of her entire. Um, oh. And yes, I enjoy reading those, you know, some books you like enjoy a little bit more than others, but hers always have a rhyming pattern to them, um, yes. which is fun to read to her. So. They're so great. And did you, I think it was the BBC did um, oh. animated versions of the Gruffalo, the Gruffalo's Child and um, Room on the Broom. Oh, I have not seen this. I'll have to check it oh, out. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> Your daughter will go crazy for it. Oh, that's so good it Constantly. <laughs> and now whenever I read the books, I can't help but do it in a British accent in all the oh. different voices. <laughs> Yes. Yes. That is, um, yeah. My daughter's always asking cause you know, they are British and so there's the monarchy and all yeah. those like lots of queen, you know, so that always brings up lots of questions. That's our traveling, right? We've been yeah, exactly. we're traveling to London, um, through the books here. <laughs> we can't oh. international travel, but we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. We're huge fans of those in my house too. Great. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. Stryker. I feel like we could talk all day. This has been such a joy. And thank you for all your hard work and leading the Birthmarks group. Um, we're just so excited to see where the research takes us. Well, thank you so much for having in everything that you guys do on your end. We really appreciate it. A big thanks to Dr. Stryker and all her hard work within the network and what she's doing in Indiana. If you want to know more about PEDRA, you can check us out online at www.pedraresearch.org. We also have our own PEDRA app available in the App Store and Google. And you can check us out in our podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash research and Twitter at PEDRA Research. Thanks for joining us and tune in next time.